This is Flyperbole with Steve Jacot and Craig Forsyth. This Flyperbole brought to you by Konechny Cranberry Sauce. Want to be chirping your family and calling them losers by 4 p.m. on Thanksgiving? Konechny brand cranberry sauce is here for you. Craig, it is almost Thanksgiving, the awkward, socially distant Thanksgiving of our dreams. Yes, this hellacious 2020. Yes, our nightmares, I I suppose, in this case. But uh, 2020 just marches on and we're all prepared for an awkward, awkward Thanksgiving. But regardless, it is Thanksgiving. And I think one of the things we love talking about here, I know it's one of my favorite holidays. I believe it's one of your favorite holidays because you just eat a bunch of food, drink some beers and watch the football. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty much why I love it, and uh, that's yeah, yep. Uh-huh. Now I think we've reviewed this in past years, but I always forget. You know what? What do you look forward to most? What's your what's your Thanksgiving go to? What's the thing you look forward to the most on Turkey Day? Oh, God. I mean, honestly, it is it is probably just the 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 football, and then just a midday nap. You're guaranteed a midday nap somewhere in the football watching and it's usually during the Cowboys game at some point in time. So usually that, and honestly seeing, uh, I mean, for me, my, I, I don't see my family that much, I guess throughout the year. So I'm not getting that to do that this year, but I'm fine with that for, for one year. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'd say the, uh, the football and the napping. So pretty much I'm just excited for another Sunday, but on a Thursday, that's what I'm looking <laughs> forward to this year. So, uh, what about you? I mean, food wise, uh, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for, the food. I mean, like, you know, like, like, I, I mean, big fan of turkey, like turkey, uh, stuffing, uh, I mean, I mean, I, I don't even know right now. I, I was, uh, I was not prepared for a Thanksgiving discussion. You know, I wasn't really ready for a Thanksgiving talk this week, you know, I was just kind of looking forward to, uh, just skipping over that. So. Sure. What do you got on your mind? <laughs> mashed potatoes, my friend. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are, my, are good. Yeah. My favorite. My two favorites are mashed potatoes and biscuits. Those are my favorite. Oh, yeah. You yeah, can give biscuits, me yeah. any type of shitty biscuit in the world, and I'm going to eat it up as long as it's hot <laughs> and butter melts on it. I am in for that. Mashed potatoes. I make a giant mashed potato volcano. Pour gravy right into that sucker and, and dig in. And just That's, inhale it. Yeah. And I couldn't be happier. That's my yeah. favorite thing. I mean, that really is the, the one-two punches, the turkey and the mashed potatoes. Yeah. I don't really have, and I don't have, I mean, I only have stuffing once a year. So I think that's why I look. That's why I go with looking forward to it. I don't know. That's mainly the only time I have it. Like, I swear you could just give me turkey and mashed potatoes, a giant and you'd be plate fine. just that. And I, I would be more than fine. I'd be very, very content. Oh, yeah. Basically a Wawa. <laughs> a Wawa <laughs> turkey and mashed potato bowl. But, you know, much higher quality. Yeah, well, I mean, this year uh, I might be I might dip might be dipping into one of those uh, Wawa bowls there for the no uh, for the mail. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially this year. So just grab that, grab like three of those, and then uh, pass out around three. Wake up at like eight and see that the uh, Raven Steelers game is canceled. So there you go. That's uh, that's what this that's what's on the docket this year. Yeah, God, it's you know we were talking about watching football, and 
it's I feel like it's getting increasingly difficult each week between the fact that the Eagles are terrible. Oh, they're God. absolutely horrible. Yeah, and no, the half worst. the league half the league has become infected with COVID and just playing through it. I I know it we is... touched on that a little bit, you know, here and there, yeah. but it's gotten worse and now the NHL's decided to to get in on the game uh so oh, yeah. with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, I mean, well, first of all, the NFL. I, the Eagles. I can't. I am. I'm actually pissed that every other NFC team, NFC uh, East team, sucks because I, I still technically have to care about the Eagles, and this is the team I want to give up on like immediately. Like this is the, the one of the worst teams. This has got to be the worst team since 2012, right? Like in terms of just like hope and like, like just how negative the future looks. Like I like there's so many bad elements to this franchise right now. I just don't want to think about them. But yet, still somehow first in the division. I like a lot of individual pieces of this. And it's yeah. just like, none of it's coming together. I, it's, it's amazing. You get all the great ingredients for a chili, right? Yeah. You put them all in, <laughs> and it just tastes like complete shit. That's, I can't, the Eagles are a shitty chili right now. Yeah, and I just, man, I really do think Frank Reich was the guy calling all the shots a couple years ago. And I think he's the one that like, I just don't know what happened to Wentz. I mean, like, this is not... How we played in 2017 to now is just... It's mind-blowing how bad it's gotten. Just absolutely terrible. And uh, I don't even know what you do from here. You gotta fire Roseman, don't you? He's been here for, like... I feel like 2017 was an anomaly, and he just has been skating by with absolutely lackluster results for almost a decade now. Or a, around a decade now, I guess, right? Yeah. So I like, mean, that he, draft record ain't great. No. And like, yeah, and TK Metcalf, yeah, and Andre Dillard, <laughs> and players like that, and just a ton. Yeah, just honestly, there's like they they don't just they haven't drafted regular starters in a minute. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the Eagles, yeah, it really does. It really does show when you can't win this fucking division. So, and all the COVID cases, which, uh, like you said, NHL is uh, yeah, they're jumping on that boat still, even though they're not, uh, you know, they're in the playing. middle of the season, even- yeah. Anywhere near the ice right now, and they are. But according all to, over it. yeah, apparently, uh, several Blue Jackets tested positive for COVID today. Uh, two players at Canada's World Junior Championship camp uh, tested positive, and also, according to Frank Saravalli, four Golden Knights uh, have tested positive as well earlier in the week. So a bunch of players, even though they're not even practicing right now, it's not even like the uh, mini camp situation we had in the middle of July last year. Boy, it's they're they're not around each other, and they're still just grabbing, uh, grabbing. They're still getting COVID. So, uh, yeah, yeah, just grabbing because that's what everybody, that's how everybody's getting. Yeah, yeah, just get a big old handful of COVID now. But it's uh, it just kind of. I mean, we kind of knew the winner was going to be worse with this shit because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it spreads pretty easily, especially it in spreads the pretty months. easily. And I, again, I feel like people have just. Give it up. I, I don't know if it's apathy or what. They're just worn down by the, the quarantine here. But, I mean, mm. it does seem like people are listening a lot less to the rules now than they were when it was a lot better back in March. Like, we were all scared of it. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it's it's frustrating. It, so, folks. Yeah, it is. But... You know, we, we say it every week, and I will continue to say it until this is over. But please, for the love of God, wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and sounds like they're moving along with the vaccine, so, and uh, hopefully in spring, maybe, things will start looking a little more normal, but, yeah, it's rough, spring's, it's rough out here. Spring's a long way from now. And, spring is, you know, yeah. The, 
the NHL is very determined to push forward with a start date uh, very soon. They see the NBA going, well, we're going to start up right around Christmas and it's going to be great. The NHL's like, you know what? Yeah, okay, we got to start up. We got to start up. We can't let the NBA hog the entire spotlight of winter sports. Yeah, like I can't, I really can't believe that the NBA is starting up. Uh, like they're starting up a little bit before Christmas, right? I can't believe they're getting up. And they just had their draft like last week, so that's kind of bonkers. But uh, according to Kevin Kurse of uh, the, the Athletics uh, San Jose Sharks writer, uh, Sharks president Jonathan Becker, Beecher, Becher, uh, is confident in a January start, but not January 1st, the exact date, which has been. The date that the league has been pushing out, uh, he says, quote, I think it's certainly possible that January 1st gets delayed a week or two. So, and again, my belief, I'm still thinking, I'm still thinking early February, but I'm trying to remember now if they pushed back. Uh, I remember, well, I remember originally when the season got pushed back in March, where the season got uh, paused in March, they were thinking maybe like April or May, but then that became, it became obvious that wasn't going to happen. But now... I don't know. I'm still thinking February. That just feels like I don't know why. I have nothing based to base that upon, but it really doesn't. It, it seems like, the like they. It feels like January first is a rush because it feels like yeah. the season just ended. Yeah, and they still have to figure out like, like the, they've laid out a couple of divisions, and everything, but I guess they haven't really like put the wheels of motion into how this is actually going to go down. And also, they pretty much the league and the NHLPA are. I think still pissed at each other pretty much about what we talked about last week with the uh, request from the NHL about the uh, increase in like uh, like uh, salary deferment and that type of stuff. So it, it feels like January 1st is becoming less and less likely and it's got to be, again, the Sharks president is saying the middle of January and we had uh, the Vegas Golden Knights uh, owner was saying the um, the beginning of February. So it's... Still a little bit of while away here. And again, December is going to be full of nothing. Uh, like, free agency is pretty much done. Uh, the only thing that can really start in December is maybe camps and everything. But I don't, I don't think we're getting anything on that front yet either. So, uh, And again, this could be all outdated next week. But as of right now, it uh, doesn't really seem like things are up and running at the moment. But Pierre Lebrun did provide us with a little bit of news this week. Uh, laid out some possible playoff formats because, you know, if you can't figure out the regular season, why not jump to how the playoffs are going to go down? And he talked to a couple people, and he said, uh, of course, the format right now, as of Monday, is uh, undetermined. But there are three possible uh, formats they might look at. Option one is division playoffs, which is what the league had from 1981-82 to 92-93. And that is the top four teams in each division make it, and then the top seed plays the four seed in the division, and the two plays the three. Winners of those matchups play each other, and then the winner of the division plays the other winner of the other division in the conference, and then you go on to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, well, that makes a lot of sense considering the format yeah. that they're looking at as far as divisions go right now. Yeah, and it would also... The the main reason why I like that one is also if they're going to only play every team in the division this year, the intensity and how much you hate that team, every other team in your division is probably going to be ramped up to the fullest it's been in a minute. Uh, so you take all that intensity and carry it into the postseason where you're going to play a playoff series against that team. You're probably going to hate each other, and there's probably going to be a bunch of fighting and a lot of physicality, and the playoffs might actually be pretty good. Might be even more intense than the usual NHL postseason. Uh, that would be my one reason why I'm pushing for that one. 
Option two, I want this one just for nostalgia because this is the format I grew up on, but uh, is conference playoffs, and that is keeping in mind the three U.S. divisions and the one Canadian division. Uh, they figure out which division goes with the Canadian division, and then you go uh, top seed out of those division, two divisions against the eighth seed in the uh, out of those two divisions, and then two against seven, three against six, and four against five. So what we had before... The, cor- uh, the current uh, playoff format, which I think went from, it ended in 2013. I don't know when, I forget when it started up though. I forget when they went into the uh, the one through eight. I want to say that was the mid nineties, probably 93, 94. I believe that's right. I can't say for yeah. sure offhand, but I believe that's right. I, and that's, I mean, that's what I grew up on tried and t- true. And I, I've always really enjoyed that format. I felt like it's a, a fairly fair format for the playoffs yeah. uh, i i hate and i know i've gone on the record saying this quite a few times but i really hate the current playoff format <laughs> yeah i i don't really again these two formats with, uh, that we just went over right here i like more than what we currently have if they made the divisional playoffs like the one against four or two against three every year that's a that's a better version of what they're going for with the Three seed, top three seeds in each division and two wild cards. Like you're look, they're looking for the division rivalry and the ramp up the hate amongst the teams, and that's what you get in the first one. So they should lean more in to that. Uh, but I guess they want to try and make it so each some of the more borderline like fringe playoff teams are still in the hunt until late in the season. But uh, whatever. Uh, and again, looking at the divisions, Canadian division is all the Canadian divisions. And I think the bronze said that the West division would be the one that he thinks would join the Canadian division, which would be Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, LA, Minnesota, the sharks and the golden Knights. And speaking about the divisions real quick, we're going to talk, we're going to point, uh, uh, or call out a bunch of fans that have brought up some good points with us here. And, uh, one of them would be Steve H two, three, three, one, who, uh, regularly comments on our BSH post. Uh, even though I don't think we've ever, uh, ever mentioned him but steve you're getting a shout out now uh he pointed out that you guys are completely missing the uh the re- missing that the realignment leaked makes it so that the pens can easily get into the playoffs they need crosby in the playoffs in the worst way the real issue is that this makes the canadian vision uh is the only division that has to traverse all four time zone so i think steve does make a good we point about that. how the penguins uh i didn't i guess i didn't really look at how fucking easy the central division was for them no, I, mean, I know. We talked I, I, about. I mentioned that last week. This is all I was just looking a point to keep the Penguins relevant, but it's oh, a, yeah. I mean, it's a good point, Steve. It's a, Steve's unite on yeah. this one. I like, think we. I hundred <laughs> percent agree that the NHL is giving the Penguins a cakewalk. This is total bullshit. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were. T- I thought we were emphasizing last, or I was emphasizing last week more that it was. Uh, I wanted to see the Flyers tee off on this year because I think this is the first year in a while the Flyers should be the better team, pretty handily, uh, and. Like, they were trying to save the Penguins from that. Not necessarily. I mean, like, yeah, the Hawks, the Wings. Oh, no, I, I 100% interpret yeah. it as the NHL wants the Penguins to look good, and that's how they get it to yeah. happen, by having them tee off against the shit-ass Blackhawks. Yeah, and I mean, if, looking at the division, if they had to finish as one of the top four teams, they're already kind of nestled into that spot because the Hawks are going to suck, the Red Wings are going to suck, the Blue Jackets are going to be another fringe playoff team, I think. Panthers still don't have defense. Um and then you have the uh, the Predators, which, I mean, we'll see how they do. Uh, and then the Blues and the Lightning. So, really, the big problems for them would be the Blues and the Lightning. Um, but that is 
That's a pretty good point. And uh, again, yeah, I guess we did kind of touch on that last week, but it is worth mentioning that that would be, uh, again, a league just making these Sidney Crosby and Malkin, who, again, aren't getting any younger. So uh, that's option two. That is, I, I, I think I, I lean out of those two. I lean the first option right now. But Steve, and I remember you saying this last week, and I really agree with you because uh, it's growing on me. Uh, option three is the chaos option, uh, and it, and the Brun phrases it as uh, he was chatting with an Eastern Conference team executive last week, and he insisted that this is the fairest playoff option for this year, and that is number one in the NHL standings versus number sixteen in the opening round of the playoffs, and then two versus fifteen, three versus fourteen, four versus twelve, etc. It is the fairest playoff option for any year because it is the Darwin option. I love it. <laughs> Because the strong survive this one, right? The top 16, no matter what. It is the fairest playoff option. It should always be the playoff option because division winners are bullshit at the end of the day. I I agree with that. And they did do this a couple... They did it for two years when the WHA was... uh, When the teams from WHA merged into the league. And then it was before the the first option it went over, which they did from 1981-82 on. Uh, so I think it was like 79, 80, 80, 81 they did it. And I think the Flyers actually were the top seed in 80. And they played the Oilers in the first round before the Oilers started uh, taking off. So uh, I'm for it, though. I want to see it. Uh, and again, if there's a year to do this, it would be this year where you're going to have to have, I mean, you're forced into a weird division like the Canadian division, whereas the other two pointed out that that division is going to have to travel across all four time zones. And that's really kind of a... A weird disadvantage that usually wouldn't take place in any other situation except for the 2020-21 NHL season. So uh, I'm, I'm here for it. I like it. Uh, let, let's let's get buck wild. Let's get nuts over here. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> let's do it. So that's, uh, that's the little bit of NHL news we had this week. Again, not much. And also, we, we recorded five days ago. And again, I don't think the league is starting up at the beginning of January. And not much has come out since then. So, except that a bunch of players uh, have tested positive for COVID. So, that's it on the NHL news. Yeah. And then one bit of uh, Flyers prospect news that broke today. Uh, Jackson Ivney, uh, the uh, 2018 defense, uh, 2018 draft pick uh, defenseman is transferring from Yale University to Boston College, uh, according to Jeff Cox of the New England Hockey Journal. Uh, he entered the NCAA's transfer portal, and he is believed to be going to the uh, the BC Eagles. Uh, he'll be eligible to play for uh, BC in the second semester, uh, and the Eagles' first game in the second semester is on January 8th against the Northeastern Huskies, which, if I'm not mistaken, before we hopped on, I believe the Huskies... Uh, actually just canceled all their games through January 18th is what I saw. So, Or it may have been December 18th, I'm not sure. So, anyway. Uh, St. Ivan had 16 points last year in 32 games. He had one goal and 71 shots along with 15 assists. Uh, he totaled 30 points in 62 games in two years at Yale. Also led the team with 70 shot attempts on the power play last year and finished second with 189 shot attempts in all situations. And now that he is playing this year... I believe is uh, he still has to sign his entry level deal by August fifteenth, two thousand twenty-two, because uh, NCAA players get four years to sign their ELC with the team that drafted them. Uh, if he was to sit out this whole entire season, I believe he would have gotten one year back, so the Flyers would have had until August fifteenth of twenty twenty-three. But since he is choosing to play half a season, they still have to sign him by August of twenty twenty-two. 
again, kind of a... I guess he thinks he's going to go pro after this year, uh, which, I mean, he might. That, that would be a fair guess. Uh, and if he does, this does this move does make sense. But uh, I don't know why you want Real wouldn't. hockey school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. College hockey. Yeah, I'm surprised John Butchkrass hasn't... Hockey college. <laughs> ...hasn't tweeted about it yet or shown a bunch of like people in his shirts and hats fucking talking about it, so... Uh, but yeah, that's where, uh, that's where we'll be playing hockey now, and you'll be getting updates about Jackson and I have in the uh, prospect report this week now, so. Uh, and that's, Steve, that's enough hockey for this week, in my opinion, so let's move on to, uh. <laughs> that's gotta be a on. new record. That's. Yeah, that's, that this, what, 20 this, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're looking Not at. Not even a, because there are five minutes of Thanksgiving talk? <laughs> yeah, we're looking at five, we're looking at a five day break, or five days between podcasts during a pretty. Fucking barren offseason, man. At this point in time, there really is not much hockey news. So we're going to... So right now, Thanksgiving. I don't know what kind of food I'm excited for on Thanksgiving, but I am thankful for our listeners. And I actually sincerely mean that, by the way, because I do enjoy... I have gotten a lot of feedback after opening up about the uh, the uh, finally addressing uh, whatever's going on uh, inside my head mentally. So I did get a lot of feedback. I want to say thank you for all that. And uh, I wanted to, I got, we got a couple of tweets this week. And uh, even though Netflix has taken away, last year they took away one of my big background shows with friends. Uh, apparently at the end of December, they're taking away my, my only background show now, which is The Office. Not Again, I've watched The Office too much, but I still throw it on whenever I'm just doing stuff like around the house that I need to do. Just needs some kind of noise in the background. Uh, so the technology, those two shows that, that night, boom. Yes, exactly. <laughs> boom, roasted. So, uh, but Netflix did add uh, Survivor, which uh, at Cryflyers pointed out. Uh, and he said, quote, Netflix listens to flight confirmed Survivor with Jeff Probst now streaming. So, of course, after the fire steal all of our ideas with Chucky Trades and uh, the assembly room, now Netflix is listening to us again. On the survivor front, and I, I mean, God damn, we just need a little bit of money. Not a lot, just a little bit of just, just royalties bit, just for the ideas. Money. Yeah, I mean, all these ideas right now are just thrown off like scot free. We should, somebody should be paying for them, and preferably Netflix. If there's someone who can get Jeff Bezos to pay it, we're, we're on easy street, but I don't think he's involved in Netflix at all, at least at this point. No. I don't think so. Yeah, he's not there now. Yeah. Eventually, one day, he can, uh, well, that's what I mean. Eventually, doing nothing at this point. Eventually, Amazon is going to buy Netflix. That's what I'm saying. Is eventually Amazon, Amazon's just going to buy everything at one point in time. They're already there. I'm very excited for our dystopian Amazon yeah. future. Now, and, I I I have to say that I can't believe that we haven't gotten an offer from Netflix yet because it really seems like they will give anybody a oh, show yeah. at this point. We Lay are, yeah. Me. We will find something. I don't have a pitch off the top of my head, but I will come up with one very quickly. Call me, Netflix. We are essentially the hockey version of I Think You Should Leave. That's my opinion. That is, we're pretty... Pretty off-the-wall podcast that talks a lot about hockey. So, like, some version of I Think You Should Leave or, like, the Eric Andre show for, like, hockey. That's kind of... The Philadelphia version of Detroiters. That's us. Yes. Yeah, I'll go with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that? Is Sam Robinson? Is that the other guy? He's pretty good, too. Yeah, and, and uh, Tim Robinson. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's... I combine yeah. the two names. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, did. But, you did. You yeah. combine the two names, but... I mean, they are best friends. So it's, they are, yeah, they're, they're pretty funny. Pretty funny guys. Pretty, uh, I like them. So, uh, so that was our craft flyers. And then uh, Levi, uh, laugh at Levi, who's uh, 
friend of the show. Again, pretty nice words from him uh, over the last week. Uh, he was not happy with us, Steve, when we went back and we did the power rankings for the states. Uh, when all the states were lollygagging, counting the votes, you know, when everybody else was sitting at home and apparently they just kind of need to recount all the votes over and over again. Uh, he says, as an NC resident, we need to talk about your state power rankings from a few weeks ago. And uh, I mean, I don't remember where we put, I think we put them fifth because of Duke. I, or I remember I was not a big fan of North Carolina because of Duke, but I think, I think Levi cancels out Duke. So I'm not really, I'm not too worried about I don't care. I don't hate Duke that much. I just Duke's just kind of annoying. Yeah. I don't really have a problem with North Carolina. Yeah. Also, I used to go there. We used to vacation there at Topsail Beach, which is a small ass beach in North Carolina. So I have vaguely fond memories of North Carolina. So we'll bump it up. We'll put it to. Are the outer Outer Banks in North Carolina? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've got my infamous bad vacation took place in in the Outer Banks. I, you know, that's my defense there. Oh, okay. All right, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I mean, I... You know, the vacation, Craig. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <gasps> uh, so, uh, but I didn't have... I had some... Uh, I remember Topsail Beach playing a bunch of Frisbee, jumping out in the water when I was, like, in middle school. So, for me, North Carolina, you know, maybe not that bad. We'll, we'll bump them up. Let's say they were... Uh, so, Pennsylvania first... Uh, I can throw them over Nevada. That's fine with me. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll put them over Nevada. So, there you go. Nevada... I think it's Nevada. Yeah. Nevada. Nevada. Doesn't matter. Uh, then we already talked about Steve H. Uh, 2331. So uh, moving right along. Uh, another tweet from a friend of the show, Eamon Smith. Uh, he quote tweeted uh, Creed's performance. And I. this is something... I guess it's what well, it is relevant because we're coming up with Thanksgiving here. Yeah. And we've never... It seems like something we should have already talked about, but we never have. Uh, November 22nd, 2001, Creed, uh, America's band, uh, performed at the, <laughs> I don't know if that's her title, but I'm going to get it going, uh, performed at the halftime show for the Cowboys-Broncos game, and the performance was a fucking doozy, because Scott Stapp, I don't, is that a Drew Bledsoe jersey, Would that what, who would have been at the time, number 11 on the Cowboys? I think that's I about right. I think so, yes. Yeah, so, uh, that, uh, so he was uh, belting it out in that jersey. Uh, there was a guy doing acrobatics, and it was pretty impressive. And then my favorite thing, on top of all that, is the guitarist has the worst, the worst facial hair. I, I don't know if it's the worst. I think it's just how cocky is with the, like, the landing strip goatees got going on. Like, it's just way too much. It's way too much moxie for a guy that's the guitarist for Creed. Like, I think too he needs to calm down. Yeah, like, he's just too proud for everything he's doing with his life. And I, I don't know if he's ever looked back on this moment in time. Because uh, he should. Because it, it's something. But I... I do they, Who's even doing the halftime show this year? Do we have any idea? I think they... I, I never I, know. I just assume I think Kid they Rock's gave up. Every, Kid Rock's <laughs> always doing the Detroit one, no matter what. I, I always <laughs> assume it's Kid Rock in Detroit. <laughs> well, I think, like... I'm trying to think, like, I thought they started, like, giving up on the bands. Or, like, Train Train was one of the outdoor games. Wasn't Train the Flyers outdoor game? Is that right? Didn't you see Train? Oh, God, that was horrible. That, no, yeah. not, not the one I went to. The one in Pittsburgh had Train. Oh, my God, that's right. Oh, man, talk about the worst outdoor experience ever. Just my the God, they... Getting blasted and then watching that nonsense. I, I mean, that couldn't have even been fun for the Penguins fans. And they love mail. No. Like, it's... Yeah, it that's, could not they, have been fun. They have no <laughs> idea what fun is. <laughs> that that fucking train song that takes the, the melody of that... Me, Virginia? 
Oh, no, that one's terrible too. They're all bad. They're all <laughs> no, bad. None of them are good. <laughs> no, but the one that takes the melody of that song from the '30s or whatever, the Heart and Soul song, where it's like da 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 da, it's it's just they perform that. Oh, and that I song. Yeah. Just wanted to shoot my television. Yeah, I mean, it they was all abysmal. My God, what's the what was the song they had a few years ago? Hey, Soul Sister. Hey, Soul Sister. Yeah, I was trying to Somebody think of a way. Somebody did that. Yeah. Somebody did that at karaoke at Yakitori Boy. Did and you before that, smash the microphone I, on their head? I wanted to. I really wanted to. <laughs> I had never actually read the lyrics to that song until that moment, and I was just enraged. Oh, I'm making a point to never read those lyrics. That's the, You're on that journey alone. Oh. I'm making sure oh, I no, never. Craig, you just. Are you bringing them up? I'm going to bring them up right now. Yeah. All right, let on me. I mean, I you you're not going to surprise me with how well you might surprise me with how bad they are, but hey, soul sister, ain't that Mister Mister on the radio stereo? The way you move ain't fair, you know. <laughs> like how you're doing a like that word that version. alone is just <laughs> like it's a poetry session. You're just reading off train. <laughs> yeah. I'll just read it William Shatner style. Yeah. <laughs> just in time. I'm so glad you have a one-track mind like me. You gave my life direction. Did we talk about, we talked about show... walking last week, right? Oh, wow. That... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if we talked about him last week, but yeah, like, uh, you know, thanks to Jay Moore for making that, uh, that walking yeah, impression Moore. all yeah. years ago. Yeah, Jay yeah. Moore. I miss, yeah, my... bring him back, SNL. Bring him back. Yeah. My Him heart is Bro. bound to beat right out my untrimmed chest. I believe in you like a virgin. You're Madonna, and I'm always going to blow your mind. Oh, man. All right. I, okay. It's yeah, a bad, bad. Yeah, bad they got no, that's... I saw, I, I, I'll tell you what. No, you know who I saw at, um, you know who I saw at the one the Flyers did? It was, oh. Was it a country it, singer? Yeah, but it's the guy married to Nicole. Keith Kidman. Urban. Keith Urban. I Keith think it was Urban. Keith Urban, right? Yeah, I think it was because uh, I think I remember saying, "What the fuck is Keith Urban doing on a Flyers game?" I think that and was then the exact there was line. There's some other said, yeah. band after that that I can't even remember. It's just I don't know. I was too drunk to pay attention. To <laughs> I'll be honest. X. If I was forced to pick one performance, I think I would pick Kid Rock over Keith Urban. Now that's because I. Cannot stand country music, and I—that's—that's that's the stance I'm going with until the day I die. So, <laughs> my name is Kid. Just the worst fucking music. God damn. Okay, so here's my question: Would you rather, for a halftime show, would you rather have Creed or Mr. Cole Beasley? I guess Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley would be good entertainment. You'd rather get 80 stings than I, be taken higher. I think so. I mean, to a place where blind men see. Although I don't. Although Creed had didn't Scott Sapp had that whole fucking meltdown where he like showed up on stage like absolutely hammered and started bad mouthing the fans. Like if I could get, I just need. I want an experience because if I'm going to see one of those two shows, it, it ain't for the musical entertainment. Like it's not for the musical value. So I want a memory. So it's either Scott Sapp yelling at me when he's really drunk or Cole Beasley trying to rap. And I mean. I guess I'll still go with Cole Beasley. I'm still going with Cole Beasley here. That's my answer. Final answer. <laughs> You're choosing Cole Beasley. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Also, Cole Beasley uh, has been uh, he's done pretty good for us for the Fly Purple brand. I have I have to say, by the way, I just looked up Cole Beasley, our friend, on Spotify, on Spotify. just now, and I don't know when this came. Oh, this came out in May. 
was the oh, single, no. I Just Want to Have Fun. Okay. All so right. I think we're going to have to check this out before the next episode. It's got okay. a picture of Cole Beasley doing a... Uh, he's just jumping Please into tell a me pool. he's doing a cartwheel. Oh, okay. <laughs> jumping into a pool. And it says, under <laughs> latest releases, United Hates of America 2020. Okay. All right. I, that was from June. That's the good. He's the gift that keeps on giving. I can't believe that he... Well, all right. Let's see. We'll, we'll check that out before next week. We absolutely will. I can't believe he's still doing that. I can't believe he's still going with it. Catching, catching third downs and <laughs> making hit singles. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Uh, I mean, I'm ready. I, I want to talk about. We have two absolutely big time, big time wanking mode topics to talk about this week, and I'm here for both of them. <laughs> And they're they're both amazing. I still can't believe the video I watched yesterday, but we're gonna talk about the. Uh... Let's t- let's talk about the video. Let's talk the video. Yeah, okay, let's do the video. Phenomenal. Yeah, I'm sure everybody has seen this already, and if you haven't, uh, I retweeted it from the Estee Bomb account yesterday. Uh, it is a fight from a Wawa. Sadly, not In a Florida? Philadelphia or Delco yeah. Wawa. It is a Florida Wawa. It felt like a Delco one. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. It was. It's amazing. Oh, it's one of the best videos I've ever seen, except for you know the gratuitous, gratuitous ass in it. But I was gonna say a lot of ass, yeah, a lot of a lot of out of shape male ass right there, like older. A lot like, of ass. <laughs> yeah, trapped, you know. I don't think I don't think Al would have liked it either, Big Al. Although it would have been it would have been Big Al in the ass crew. It would have fit right in. So oh yeah, this is this is the ass crew right here. This <laughs> yeah, is this is ass. all the ass crew. <laughs> this poor son of a bitch who's trying to break these two guys up in a fight. It's, oh god! So can you imagine? Yeah. It's I I love this video for so many reasons because these guys get exhausted from the fight pretty quickly and just <laughs> real quick grapple together. The one guy's pants have been down the entire fight, and yeah. like, the, but not all the way down. Just his ass is showing because I guess his pants are a little big. He's not wearing a belt or something. Yeah. Are those zipper pants? By the way, I zipper think they are. Pants? I yes. think they are zipper sweatpants. Also, it's worth mentioning. The size disparity. The bigger guy got worked here. Like, there was yeah. a much bigger guy. There's a smaller guy that was wearing, like, a construction, like, vest or whatever. Or, like, a road, you know, like one of those vests. And uh, he, got, he, he got some work in early. And then the big guy was pretty much just holding him down most of the time. The smaller guy was definitely, I think halfway through the video, definitely looking for dick punches. Like, I think he noticed the pants were down. I was just And he was going just for the punches. jewels. Yeah, like, he was just like, you know what? It's a wild, wild fight. No rules here. So he was like, I'm just going to I'm gonna pop this guy in the pecker as much as I can. I don't think he ever got to him because if he had got, I think the big guy would have fallen if he got him in the nuts. But then later in the fight, too, like the, the bigger guy starts trying to work him again. And the smaller guy gets he gets an advantage on him and starts uh, starts getting more licks in. So, uh, again, it's the old saying, uh, it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of fighting the dog. And uh, if there was ever an example of that, it would be this fight. But also... And by the, the way, best... we're talking literal dick punches because this guy's not oh, yeah. wearing undies and his bats are down. Yeah, it's... we don't. You don't see dick, thank God. Oh God! I mean, you see, ass like, is bad enough. Moon. Like you basically see into his ass. It's now the two, my two favorite things about this. Not, well, favorite being a loose term. One of them is the play-by-play. The guy that actually recorded it and does the play-by-play is fucking hilarious, and he's just walking hero. around them, like, and he's, he's just like, like, "Hey, you, move, you mind moving out of my way? I gotta pay for yeah. a sandwich." <laughs> yeah, he's just like, "Yeah, if, he, if players can just move, I gotta, put, I gotta put down my table." to pay for it he's just actively paying for his food while these guys are just in a headlock like just trying to eye each other up and then also the bigger guy has 
If I'm not mistaken, the bigger guy has a tramp stamp, does he not? He's got a lower oh, yeah. back oh, tattoo. Oh, no, he's got a giant back tattoo that just kind of like... Oh, back tattoo, okay. towards the end. It's a giant back tattoo. It's like the I Steve guess, O yeah. in the Jackass movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know if yeah. it's a tattoo of that man's entire head on his back, but it could be for all we know. It, well, we're going to say it is. I mean, I, I don't think you get any benefits of the doubt here if you are if you got your ass out in a Wawa fight and you're losing. So I think we're going to make up whatever that tattoo is for you. Just a no-holds-barred... <laughs> Except these guys are too fucking tired and... These are dudes right now. These Like, yeah. nobody's in shape in this video, and it's... And it's a poor guy. It's about right. So Wawa worker was like, you know what? I got to break this up. I'm like, man, you were, you're working at Wawa at 2 a.m. You don't need to do anything else besides whatever you're doing at Wawa. You don't need you to need get in the middle to, of that, that sloppy you mess. You need to dial 911 and get out of the way. Yeah, it's it's COVID season, man. You don't need to risk getting COVID with those two fucking lethargic guys just breathing on each other. You don't need to do that at all. Just get out of there. You don't need to break that up. My other highlight is at the end when the fight is finally broken up and the one dude just trucks it out of there. <laughs> just gets the fuck out. <laughs> Cosmo Kramer, the ass man, just gets out of Dodge. It is. It's just it's an unbelievable fight. His pants, his ass was out. How long is that video? Like 40? It's it's like 40 seconds. Or it's something? like a two minute video. Oh, two, OK, so like his ass is out three seconds. Two minutes, in. 19 seconds from from Twitter user yeah. Dallas and it's I it's just it's friggin phenomenal like now these guys are just I mean it starts off with a whooping and I, I and then the Wawa guy tries to beat him up and yeah. try to break him apart and then they keep going at and then the the one dude gets the other in a headlock and they kind of stay that way for a full minute yeah while the guy's paying for a sandwich I love that he's also like you know, you two just let go of each other, call it a day. Like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He a, tells two him in like, the morning, uh, Wawa fight. Yeah, you don't need the. Yeah, but that. Uh, now, so if you're the guy with the ass out, do you? I, I mean, pants. I, I, I've never been in a fight, especially never been in a fight with my pants down. Do you take the risk of maybe getting punched in the face, to pull up your pants, so then you can at least have level footing for the rest of the fight? Or are you just like, all right? Dick out! I gotta hold this guy in a headlock until somebody else comes in and, and saves me here. Like, what do you? What is? The, what's the play there? I think I'm at you least gotta considering it for dick protection because his dick is completely exposed. And he and, and he is definitely his going balls for it. are his balls yeah. are completely exposed to getting punched, and this guy is aiming for them. Like, I have so many questions. I wonder how this started. <laughs> We're like, gonna find who out. Agitated who? <laughs> I, I want an oral history of the Wawa fight. Yeah, I mean it's. It's just, I think I would have. I want an investigative again, podcast dedicated to this, <laughs> like a serial series just yeah. for this fight. Yeah, just, just for this fight. Sarahating on the case. Yeah, or uh, yeah. But yeah. I feel like you got to go one arm headlock and then see if you can pull up your pants with one. Yeah, because he was definitely small guy was definitely looking just for that one nut punch to the top wall, and that was it. So I think that's. But again, well, thank God the, the to the guy. The guy with the safety vest, is that small guy for you? The guy in the safety vest? I mean, he was, he did have a decided, uh, he was at a disadvantage, was he not? Did he yeah. look a little bit small? Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, would be the small no, guy. No, 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 I, I just want to make sure we're talking about the same guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the guy, I think he was really, he seems like the instigator here. Like, he's really well That's away usually, that's, I mean, yeah, usually, uh, as a six foot three guy, usually smaller guys have an issue with you for some reason. So that's usually, I would guess so. Guy might have a little, uh, I was going to say that guy is probably pissed about, I, I don't know what advantages he thinks I got in life, but yeah, if you're, if usually anybody near like five, five, 
immediately hates me. So I'm guessing, like, thank God I wasn't at that Florida Wawa at 2 a.m. Because, God, that might be my ass out on that video. And uh, I'm just happy. <laughs> I'm just happy I wasn't. So, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. So I, I do want to know how it started. And I'm sure we'll get, it, it, it'll all come to light. You know, nothing. Uh, we're, we'll get it, all the deets on this pretty soon. But that was that was the highlight of yesterday on Twitter. What an amazing video. I've watched it at least five times, and I have just cackled watching it. <laughs> it's just, it's a beautiful disaster. It's just, it's amazing. It's magnificent. It is, it is so good. And it was, it was a really friggin' funny day on Twitter yesterday, because there was that video, which is, again, fantastic. And there was also the news from Philadelphia that due to a, uh, a RICO case that, I'll just read uh, yes. the right here. 15 members and associates of the Philadelphia Mafia indicted on federal racketeering and related charges. United States Attorney William M. McSwain announced that a superseding indictment was unsealed to get against 15 defendants, including alleged members and associates of the South Philadelphia and Southern New Jersey-based criminal organization La Cosa Nostra, known as the Mafia or the Mob. So, included in this were a number of mafia names and nicknames. They're stellar. They are so good. And I would love to rank these. And this is with all due respect to the participants, because <laughs> I live in South Philadelphia. I do not need to, uh, uh, to be murdered by any of these gentlemen. Uh, this is all with, respect. Oh God, these yeah. are just magnificent. Yeah. The, this is, yeah, these are, we, we, we honestly respect the nicknames. That's what's going on here. And I gotta say right off the hop, uh, some of these people have nicknames that lead into other nicknames, and they're the they're the front runners to me right now because I'm looking at them, and they're like each anyway. Just get, rattle them off because they're unbelievable. We got Stephen Mazzone, aka Stevie. We got Dominic Grande, aka Dom, aka Mister Hopkins, aka Mister Brown, <laughs> aka Dom Fourteen. Dude's got four fucking nicknames. <laughs> Only you have to, you know, that's a tremendous amount of respect to get four nicknames. Oh, yeah. Also, I, I, where, where do we get Mr. Hopkins or Mr. Brown from? That's, uh, well, Mr. Brown, I, I don't know. But Mr. Hopkins is interesting. And also, uh, yeah, Dom 14. Okay. All right. Joseph Servideo, a.k.a. Joey Electric. <laughs> Joey. I love Joey <laughs> Electric. I love it. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> Salvatore Mazzone, a.k.a. Sonny. It's classic right there. Okay, so yeah, classic. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Joseph Malone. Might be at the bottom of the list, honestly. Well, that's just his name. Yeah. Louis Beretta, a.k.a. Louis Sheep. Louis <laughs> Sheep. A... Oh, my God. It's the good stuff right there. Yeah. Victor DeLuca, a.k.a. Big Vic. Yeah, now you know he's a, he's a big dude. That's what that's about. Joey Electric, I'm still sitting on because I, I can't decide. Like, I, I wonder what that... Uh, we'll, we'll go back to that one now. I wonder what that I bit's about. It. Yeah. It's a full trip to Flavortown for me. Yeah. <laughs> Kenneth Arabia, aka Kenny. Yeah, a little lazy, but it, it is. That's a good. Uh, it's a nickname. I, I want to use that speak. word for it. No, it's not lazy. It's a good. It's a great nickname. A very respectable nickname. Daniel Castelli, aka Danny, aka Kazi, aka Butch, aka Harry. <laughs> Again, four nicknames. So this guy and Dominic Grande are just they're they're at the top of my list right now. So. Should be like a, uh, like, if you can accumulate all the, if you can add all your nicknames together, I think that should add to how good your nickname is. So, like, Dominic's nicknames, he's got four different nicknames, but they all count as one massive nickname. 
in terms of the power rankings here. That's my stance. Now, most of the rest of them don't have nicknames. Uh, I will read my favorite non one mm-hmm. without a nickname here, which is John Romeo. I just love it. <laughs> That's a pretty good. Name. Yeah, it almost sounds like a nickname. It's so good. And then, of course, we would be remiss if we did not mention Anthony Gaffoli, aka Tony Meatballs. Tony Meatballs is. I'll tell you what that that is. That might be the the best one here. That's it really my might winner. be. Yeah, I think it is my winner. Um, I Tony think Meatballs it's... is a a round trip ticket to Flavortown. It is magnificent. <laughs> I was surprised it wasn't used on The Sopranos. Like, that feels like a very... That feels like a guy that... Like, that should have been the guy that got cut off in season two instead of uh, instead of the other guy. Yeah. Should you so. hear what happened to Tony Meatballs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, should have, that feels like it could have been Ralph. Like, Ralphie. Yeah, that could have been that, that his nickname. Yeah. It could have been. Yeah. Uh, I think... But I think I'm leaning... Oh, man. See, after that, I think it's between Joey Electric and Louis Sheep. I, oh I love some Louis Sheep too. Like, Louis Sheep I think, is pretty I think good. I think I like. I think my ranking goes Tony Meatballs, Joey Electric, Louis Sheep, but Louis Sheep's close. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, Louis Sheep. So do you think that's just because he's kind of quiet? Dude, like, like I don't know. I don't know could what. Be, could be. Or just really sheds a lot. I, I don't know what that. I have no idea where that goes. Like, I have oh, no they idea. shear him once a year. Shear him. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Uh, Joey Electric, he used to be an electrician, that'd be my guess. Or he likes lighting up the electric lettuce. I really have no idea where that goes. <laughs> the that's my lettuce. <laughs> that's those are my two. Uh and then yeah, the Dominic oh Mr. Brown. You don't think that's a Dominic Brown reference, do you? I doubt it. That would be that would be man, he had one you, good month in his life. I was gonna say that would be real rough if he got that nickname. That that was the nickname he had to stick with, which is Dominic Brown. Ugh, but down 14. Yeah, it really is. Those are the big three right there. Tony Meatballs, Louis Sheep, and Joey Electric. Daniel Castilli, though. Danny, Kazi, Butch, Harry. Just all these nicknames. All these nicknames. It's... God. What was it for again? Well, like, what was the big sting? Or, like, what was the big... Uh... It was a Rico case. Rico. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Jesus. Holy crap. Racketeering and related charges. Yeah. Racketeering is... Yeah, that's the... Usual one, isn't it? Isn't that usually, uh, that's a big one. Yeah. That's how they usually, at least through all the television I've watched on the Mafia. Yeah, that seems to be the way to do it, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like what the FBI is working towards on, like, half of The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I was going to say that is one of my main points of reference here for this whole discussion, so that's what I was thinking of. Uh, but I mean... Uh, I mean, so, you know what, the nicknames of the Wawa fight, I think the Wawa fight was just, the Wawa fight is an all-timer, I think. The like, Wawa was, fight is an all-timer. I feel like I'm going to be telling a, my grandchildren yeah. about the time <laughs> that guy's these ass. two guys fought ass out in a Wawa <laughs> in Florida at two in the morning. Uh, and again, I really just can't believe that wasn't Philly. Like, that felt like a thing that Philly would have gotten uh, ripped on, like on a national level, but it was it was Florida. I mean, Florida's—it's not surprising that Florida is where this took place. Oh, it's an extremely Florida thing to happen, but it's got that Philly connection by yeah. happening in a Wawa. Yeah, so uh, just just amazing. Uh, and uh, I mean, Steve, that's that's it. We're gonna do a little more hockey, and then uh, we're getting the fuck out of here. So uh, do a little bit around the league real quick, and uh, yeah. So uh, Jake DeBrusque stays in Boston for two more years at a $3,675,000 a year. Yuho Lamico returns to the Panthers for one year, $725K. 
Uh, Forward played 40 games for Florida in 2018-19, where he got six assists. Uh, spent last season in the Liga, uh, Finland's top league, and now he's playing in the KHL. Or was playing in the KHL. Uh, I don't think he's playing anymore since he signed the deal. Uh, Igor Sokolov, uh, who was taken in the second round by Ottawa, 61st overall in this year's draft, has signed his ELC. Dave Lowry, uh, Adam Lowry's dad, uh, who is still on the Jets, has been named an assistant coach for the Jets. Uh, Lowry is a former NHL NHL over 1,000 games and has also been an assistant with the Flames and Kings over his career. Uh, Kendall Coyne Schofield joins the Blackhawks as the organization's first ever female player development coach. So that is oh, big news. Cool. Yeah, that is a pretty nice hiring by the Blackhawks. Uh, you know, just change your name. And then also Joel Ward has been named an assistant coach for the Henderson Silver Knights, uh, the Golden Knights AHL club, which has not yet played. They're going to start uh, their inaugural season as next year, or in 2020 21. So whenever. Uh, the AHL gets up and running. And uh, again, I think last week I said, I thought I saw Ken Campbell say he might be in the running for head coach, but I guess I misread that and it was assistant coach because that is what has happened. And then the last but not least, uh, Fred Sasakamus, uh, one of the first indigenous athletes to play in the NHL, passed away earlier today at the age of 86. So that is around the league. And uh, Steve, I... I'm just going to cut right to what you usually ask me. I wrote a bunch of stuff this week. I did some player <laughs> reviews on uh, Scott Lawton. And uh, I did Travis Connecting last week. And then also I wrote about Jenks, the Jackson IMD's uh, transfer. Also had the uh, prospect prospect report out on Monday. Respect, uh, expect that every Monday. I don't know what's going on with my words right now. So uh, expect out the prospect report every Monday. And then uh, next week I was going to try and write something about Ivan Fedotov, who has been having a pretty good KHL season and also uh, was going to look at some stats for some of the prospects playing out in Europe some of the uh, the possession numbers out in, uh, in Europe for next week that's my goal for next week we'll see what happens but uh, besides that uh, just uh, eat a lot of turkey and pass out on Thanksgiving that's what I'm looking forward to this week oh hell yeah yep yep pretty excited well, if you have feedback for Craig, the best place is on twitter.com.org.edu.ca. You can reach Craig. Sports are bad for all of that tangy tent that he oh, just babe. mentioned. You can reach me at Flyperbole or at Estebomb, but for your hockey needs, make it Flyperbole. Follow BSH Radio, follow Broad Street Hockey, and folks, I really hope, I know we're in tough times here, but you know, try to make the best of things, even if you are just connecting with your family on Zoom or FaceTime or whatever. You know, make the best of things. Enjoy yourselves. It's still Thanksgiving, and you know, you're healthy. And if you, hopefully, you're healthy and all that, and just you know, it it, it sucks. We will make it through it, and mm. it will get better. So hang in there, folks. Yeah, and it is. I mean, it does suck if uh, it is one Thanksgiving though. Uh, like if if you're really upset about not possibly going to see your family this year, it is. It is just one holiday. Uh, and hopefully, maybe Christmas might be the same, but everything should be back to normal for next year. So, uh, and we're all going through this together right now. That, Absolutely. That helps a little bit, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And look, we, we still have some consistent things. We still have the Christmas commercials coming out too early. We still have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, I knew it was officially Christmas season because I saw the PA lottery commercial where the guy goes up and he goes, Happy Holidays, Rita. Yeah, oh my God. You know you know how I knew it was Christmas season? When they did it for, I don't know, the 40th year in a fucking row where car companies still think 
in this economy, people are buying other people's cars for Christmas. Do you know? Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only person that has been driven absolutely insane by this. It has never made sense to me. I don't know if we've talked. I I get. I'm sure we've talked about this before because it is absolutely bonkers to me. But like I and like even now in 2020, where everybody's lost their job and nobody has money at all, and they're like. People are still buying each other cars, right? They're still do- they're still doing that thing. All right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I saw the one where the guy is like, "Okay, here's I where the wife gives the husband." Yeah, uh uh-huh, That's Christmas the one I'm thinking of. He's like, oh, <laughs> thanks, honey. Wait till you see what I got. You really like talk about a cocky one-upsmanship yeah. here. Oh, I, I guess I like oh, red. God. I'll take and red. And they go yeah. out front. He's like, "Hey, I got two brand new trucks." And <laughs> this guy, how much do you think he dropped on these trucks? That's like hundred grand at least. Yeah, just like way nothing, too much. Any consulter at all? Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm insulted on so many levels. Besides this guy presumably being a rich fuck, but also, <laughs> I think it's incredibly presumptuous and uh, pretty fucking sexist to just buy your wife uh, the car she's going to be driving every day without consulting her at all. Although I'll be honest, she, I, I don't know how smart she is because that house seemed to have a lot of windows, and she didn't recognize two brand new trucks in the driveway. So that's my only—I'm <laughs> only gonna rip on these commercials because they're so fucking annoying and dumb. But they're all like the same. Somehow these people move multiple cars in the driveways, and they're just families are just like, "Oh my god, you got cars! When did you bring them into the driveway? I've only been working from home for like five months now. I don't know how you start. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here! I'm so tired of these goddamn ads." And who drove the other car up? Yeah, have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't hear the third car from the dealership drive away. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking amazing. We're going to find that. That's my goal between now and Christmas is to see how many of those I see on television and then rip them all apart. We're going to do that from now until Christmas because we're going to get like three pieces, like updates every single week from the league about like, oh, we may not start until February now, and then we're just going to see a new commercial where somebody's about like, oh, I bought each family member of my five-person family a car. And it's like, okay, well, fuck you. So that's what's going <laughs> to happen from now until Christmas. So get ready, everybody. You're not doing the environment any favors here. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I, it's insane. These Okay, thank you. I For the longest time, these commercials have driven me absolutely insane. I don't oh, no, understand who they're aimed yeah. at. And, I mean, I guess they're aimed at really rich people who buy new cars every year, which also seems insane to me. But Yeah, also, but uh, we, we, we're we not the only ones. I know this is something that I've seen on Twitter, too. So we're going to get support from the community, and I'll be the leaders on this front. I'll I'll take down all the goddamn car dealers. That's fine. I, I mean, do, like, this is, yeah. I I'll rip them all apart. I'll recap of these every week. I'm, I'm yeah, gonna... absolutely. Yeah, where this is happening. I'm so pumped now. I'm ready to record next week's episode. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> And FYI, no batch update today because batch comes out today, right? Uh, yeah, it would have been. Uh, Ian would have been doing the Lord's work if he had somehow watched it and turned out a batch update within like the half hour between when it ended and when we recorded. <laughs> I don't so expect that, that out of them. No, place. nobody. Uh, that would have been. It's it's on. That's on. You can't ask that. So he will. He'll give us a tangy tent next week. We'll be good for next week, and uh, we'll go yes. from there. Yes. All right, folks, that's all we got for you. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Continue to mask up, wash your hands, all that stuff. But, you know, most of all, just stay safe. Uh, Take care of yourselves. We love you all. Thank you for listening. And until next time, in the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and good hockey.
Wow, 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 Hello everybody, this is Fly Purbly. It is a podcast about hockey, mostly the Flyers, but also other hockey things, like other hockey teams that play the sport of hockey. Steve, but not Steve Hartnell, and Craig, but not Craig Ruby. No, this isn't all those hockey guys. These are the guys who watch the hockey sport. Yeah!